Welcome to episode 93 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I am, I am a train wreck. <laughs> the best way that I can describe this is a train wreck. And uh, yeah, I'm just leaving it like that. I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, was, uh, it, I went from feeling, from coming in Monday like refreshed, I had battle face on. I had, uh, I had, and then it hit you. I had thoughts and plans and, and all this stuff. And then actually on the way on my short drive, my four mile drive into work, just on that commute, I get a text that, um, that everybody who is in our chipping receiving is going to be out. Everybody. Uh, whether well, it's mostly all because of, of sicknesses and stuff. Um, so I went from, I'm going to be awesome business owner guy and I'm going to hit the ground running with new stuff for 2020, 2021. I went from that to, uh, I'm packing and shipping orders and that just, you are never, ever above your most basic positions. No, I still scrub toilets here. I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) But you talk about having momentum and then a momentum stopper. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it, but and besides that, I had a fantastic uh, Christmas, New Year's break. Um, I worked very little. I think, honestly, I think that's the most I've taken myself out of work since um, Christmas last year. We no, to, it gives me a headache just thinking about stopping doing work. It did me for the first like day or two. And then I'm like, you know what? This is kind of nice. Just waking up at nine and, and uh, you know, watching duck dynasty or, or, or something while the kids wake up and sipping on my coffee. And then, um, yeah, we try to like, our family does not do well at just sitting around all day. So we kind of had a plan uh, for almost nearly every day. There's a couple of days where we just kind of lounged around. But for the most part, we you know we took the kids sledding because I will say highlight of Christmas was we had a beautiful white Christmas here. Did you guys have a white Christmas? Uh, no, we had uh, about 50 degrees and all the <laughs> snow that was there turned into slush and gross mud. And we did get a little bit of snow, I will say, Christmas morning, I think. I think it just kind of like laid a little bit on the grass. Yeah. But yeah, now we... You know, Pennsylvania weather, it's great. It well, dumps no, no, no. snow and then it turns to spring and then it dumps snow and then it turns to spring. And Well, that's exactly what happened. We got dumped on. We got like, probably got a foot of snow Christmas Eve night. And then maybe another four or so inches Christmas day. Um, but then I think a day or two later, it was 50 degrees and it all went away. But I'll put it this way. Right now today, it's probably 40 degrees. But we have a 12-foot mountain of snow out front in the building and it's going to be there till july it just is what it is it's like hey we're in summer i'm rocking my ac in my jeep and i'm driving past the mountain of gross and by this point think about it it's just like black snow you're like why why is it like this well it's because this is what happens in pennsylvania that's all i can all i can describe to you so how about you how was your time how was your uh your holidays man no not really it's it's been really hectic we closed out the year and 
you know, the business journey is fantastic. I'm addicted to it. I love it. But at the same time, there's like last minute things that came up and, you know, we added a lot more people on payroll right at the end of the year. And so there were some questions with like, how, how will the books land? We had some billing we had to do and some other bills that were coming due at the end of the, you know, the last very last week of the year. So we were like closing out books and just, you know, seeing where things are going to land. Um, I'd like to tell you that we had this like huge forecast where we just knew six <laughs> months ahead how this was going to go, but we did not. Um, you know, we are obviously, as we've been growing, we've been learning and there's a lot more structure and there is the ability to forecast and stuff, but we had, we just had so much stuff happening. And then John and I have been really cranking out media and trying to do some cool projects behind the scenes. And it just kind of created a snowball to where I was, both Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve here late. Um, just trying to wrap up some final things. And I did take off essentially, I guess both of the days landed, I think on a Thursday. So I took off the following Friday and then had a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, quote unquote off. I wasn't in the shop or the office or anything. Uh, but my wife always makes it very clear that it's very hard for me to take those days and just sit yeah you know i'm i'm it when you're so used to trying to succeed and excel and just see results those moments where you back off are honestly some of my most stressful moments which sounds super weird probably to a lot of people but to me i get stressed out sitting on my butt trying to spend time doing nothing and recuperating thinking about all the things that I could be doing, um, put a lot of pressure on myself, but I, I had a good time. My kids had a good time. Um, we did have a cold of some sort roll through and I'm getting over something. And I, you know, honestly, I think I have COVID right now. I'm not going to lie. Um, can't smell or taste anything, but I feel great. <laughs> I'm glad we're on opposite ends of the mic here. This is, uh, Dude, if this is what we shut down for, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm literally like I. So I came out of a bad cold. My family had a bad cold. It turns out a couple people I was around got tested and were tested positive. All good. I was around them for a couple hours one day, and actually a couple days in a row was around them. And they did their quarantine thing and whatever, whatever. And then I got hit with a cold, and I was like, "This is weird." And it it like hit me really hard and felt off and then I kind of got over it but then it hit me really freaking hard and I just was like wiped just completely wiped out and then it went away I was like all right whatever and so here I am feeling fine and all of a sudden like that boom smell and taste gone <laughs> I'm not stuffy I don't feel bad at all like I'm on the tail end I can tell that I'm getting out of whatever I had but dude I, I can't can't smell or taste anything it's the yep. weirdest thing you got the rona congratulations well i thought i had it but apparently i didn't have it but or you got it again you've had it a couple uh, times or i where i got the special uk strain that's yeah. probably what it is you got all the runners but i'm not at this point scared to say it you know no it, it's it, it, it's funny like the so when this when this all popped off in the spring i didn't know anybody that had it until i don't know August. September. It had it in August, September that, yeah, we started finally. Uh, or maybe September. No, cause I was, I was at a fall. It was October. Cause I was at a fall hayride thing and my buddy texted me 
Um, and now it seems like nearly everybody that I know has had it. And everybody said the same thing. They're like, yeah, I had, I was tired or had a headache and, uh, lost taste of smell for, for a day or two. And, um, going up steps. That's where you like feel the loss of breath and stuff, you know? So that's where I was after shot show. Um, man, that flu that I got hit, hit with after shot was brutal. And I still think that that was, that was, that was a Corona because everybody else that I've talked to that was at shot show that has been tested, uh, tested positive for that, for the antibodies. Now I got tested for antibodies cause dusty got tested for antibodies and came back positive. So I'm like, Hmm, I bet I am too. I got tested and it came back negative. Now I'm writing this data down. This is a gold mine. I think it's a false negative <laughs> because I've been around a bunch of people that have had it. So I don't know. But anyway, um, it's not where like at this point, man, I'm just, we're, we don't need to go into the politics. I'm just getting it off my chest. We shut it down for this. And I'm sitting here. Like I had my butt kicked from shot show one time for a week, yep. one solid week. And I guarantee I would, I was as close to death as I could have ever been. And if I would have passed on whatever mutant strain of death I acquired at SHOT Show, everybody would have died. Like 50 square miles of my area would have been dead if I would have been strong enough to get out of my room. So, yeah, I, uh, here we are, 2021, kicking yep. it off, ready to go do big things. And, and we had talked about last week kind of diving into some highs and lows i think is that where we're headed yes yeah, so we did this last year yep uh we went through it, which I, I i wanted to actually find that episode and go back and and listen to it because uh, i'm just curious what what they were a year ago so uh should we do you want to start with our with our higher or low point of 2020 see this year reminds me of a blender like you just take a little bit of anger and anxiety and depression and throw in some happiness and joy and success and just blend them that's where i'm at it's hard for me to distinguish so you you pick you pick if you want to go high or low let's let's start on the low note and i knew it high note. i knew it yeah freaking knew you were gonna pick the low although my high kind of sets up my low but that's all right all right, I picked. So you got to say uh, yours. What was your what was your low point of 2020? I'm gonna keep it very vague, um, out of respect and out of just just the nature. I mean, obviously, there's things in business that are kept behind closed doors and all that. But the the one of the hardest thing or one of the things that I realized is one of the hardest aspects of business is the people that you're hiring into the business. And we just had some. Um, issues early on in the year that we had to work through and I had no idea the mental, emotional, physical toll that that would take. Um, and that's as far into depth as I'm going to go, but it is one of the most rewarding things when you start adding to your team. But when there's an issue or, you know, some sort of reprimand that has to happen or a change of course, or someone's just not a good fit. It is the hardest thing that I've gone through as a business owner 
to date. Um, and you know that because you and I had extensive conversations through it. I had to work with a lot of people just to get my head on straight. And I was, you know, for a couple months there off my, off my game. Um, so yeah, that's definitely, definitely my like big heavy. If I had to put a stake in 2020 and be like, yeah, that's the one I don't want to go through again, but I know I'm gonna, uh, that's that one. And there's a lot of other sprinkled little lows and things that, um, litter the landscape as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It, yeah. I, I, I do remember talking to you quite a bit through that and just, um, and it's hard that there are definitely some great pros to, to hiring your friends and uh, just cause, cause you already have a relationship, you know, that you work well together, you know, you know, you've, you've got history. And so there's that, 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 that all makes working together a lot of fun. Uh, but you also risk um, just your, your friend doesn't, doesn't pan out for whatever reason. And, uh, and just kind of how painful that can be. So um, yeah, no, yeah, that's, it doesn't surprise me that that was your low for, for the year. And honestly, it's, um, I'm sure you're almost kind of thankful that that was your low for the year, you know, with everything else that went on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, for, you know, for that to be it. So, um, yeah, it was definitely, you know, there's a lot of things this year that I'm extremely thankful for. And one of the things that I've learned, not just through business, I mean, business kind of reinforces it, but in general that I've learned in life is like you, you have these, you have bad things happen and you have redirects, you have different doors that open and shut and they don't make sense always at the time. And they can be super, super painful as you're navigating through them. But when you start looking back as after you're through things, things become very clear usually. Um, and there's a lot of clarity for me of the entire 2020 year and the why behind why things happened and, you know, knowing that the right outcome occurred with the entire year. Um, you just have to sometimes take the suck and get through it. And then at the end of it, you know, you start to see, okay, this makes sense. And this is why this happened. And this is a good thing that this happened. Even if it's a bad thing, like, I don't want to intentionally have bad things happen to me, but they will. Yep. So my low of 2020, uh, it's a growing pain. So, and I kind of mentioned this a podcast or two ago, I think just, uh, we dropped the ball on, on a collab that we were doing and, uh, and we weren't able to deliver what, what we promised. And that, that really, that really hurts my soul. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a man of my word, if nothing else. And, um, and when I can't deliver, uh, something and then, you know, that, that, that just really hurts. And the only thing you can do is also stand up and take whatever, it, you know, be honest, be transparent 
and take whatever the result is, is, is going to be. Um, now we have, I, I, know, I know I've said this before on the podcast as well, but you know, when you have to take your mistakes and learn from them and, uh, and I have no problem with me or any of my employees failing, no problem with that at all. However, if I see multiple of the same failure happen, then that really bothers me because it, it shows me that, that you can't learn from your mistakes. And so, um, you know, I've, I take full, full responsibility for, uh, for us not being able, for us not being able to follow through. Like, even though the reason that, that we were in the position that we were in is because our supplier did not, um, a meet the timeline or do a good job of what they, they did. So we did basically scrap it and start all over. Um, I should have done a, I should have done a lot better job of managing the project. And, um, and so it, it, it's really just kind of in a, in a after action report, we just, we decided, Hey, we, <clears throat> we are doing a, we're doing a poor job here of project management and you know, like we, we all kind of have our, our fingers in it between me, Nate and, and Dusty. Like we all kind of project manage a little bit. And uh, so we really need to get that cleared up. So, um, you know, I, I'm also just looking at other options on, on how to make this product and do it, do it better. So, it's uh, I, I think in the end, it's going to make us better. It's going to make us smarter. And I think it's also just, you know, like I said, I think it's also a result of, of growth and um, being short staffed, short sighted and, uh, and taking on something that honestly, we did a run or two before, so it's not like the one that we screwed up was was the first one. It was the second or third time that we'd done it. So I know we can do it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's probably our biggest low point. And I'm and like I, I'm thankful that 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 was our biggest low of the year because uh, there definitely could have been. I was definitely much more panicked in March of what the low was gonna possibly be for the year dude i can't even i just feel like 2020 put a weight on everybody's shoulders like you have this weight hanging on you and now this is a choice this is a choice we make and i I can only really speak for myself so i'll describe it as i kind of see it when i'm thinking of the lows even the successes i'm finding it extremely hard for me to break them all down and process them. The other, I think it was last week. It might've been, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday. I sat down with my notebook here and I have four pages that are empty and you know, I take notes all the time and I'm constantly writing things down, but I took four pages and my intention was to just like write out a breakdown of the year. And I don't really journal. My notes are really not about journaling or like what I'm feeling or thinking. 
it's more or less strategy and, and ideas and, and stuff like that. So it's kind of a, kind of a journal of sorts, but not, not really. I only got a page into it and I'm just like, I sit there and I freeze and I'm, I'm writing out these things that I think were successes and, and things that I think were failures and it almost becomes like too much. And that sounds weak. And I don't, I don't mean that in a weak way. I just mean that 2020 is still very fresh on all of our minds, but man, I've never experienced the roller coaster that 2020 was. I just have nothing in my life quite yet that compares to like the, the stress of spring and you know, the chaos around having a newborn and now all of a sudden there's this crazy virus that the media is talking about. And it's like, well, Holy crap, I've got little kids and, and trying to decipher what's going on and, and, going from two weeks to months and months and then getting into summer and it kind of going back to normal. And then all of a sudden it ratcheting back down and, and getting crazy and all of the other stuff going on with the business and, and seeing these successes in the business and the growth and being scared to invest, but then seeing success when you invest and it just, you have a high and a low and it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And constantly, um, that's the only way that I can, can truly describe it. And yeah, I've learned a lot (laughs) and I think it's going to take me until 2022 to really, to really process some of the lessons that I've learned through this year. Well, I, we were talking briefly uh, before this, but my take is I don't think we're going to have time in 21 to comprehend what happened in 20 because I think 21 is going to hit us as well we got some unknowns some known unknowns coming up that uh that we'll just have to see how it pans out but all right so let's move on to your highlight of the year what was your what was your biggest highlight of the year for your company well i i guess i'll keep it really vague i don't really need to be i don't know oh, so we hit kind of what i would say is a sales goal for me that kind of sets a business into a quote unquote real business. Um, we hit a level of sales that I think it would probably be safe to say um, most small businesses that start out are never going to touch. Uh, and that's not a, that's not a, a pride thing. That's just setting the stage for like where that takes you as a business owner. And what's really funny is years ago when I was like, oh, when we hit this number, this is when it's going to be like big time. This is when there's extra room in the budget. There's all this. And and while that is somewhat true, um, it's funny to me how now, okay, we hit that sales goal that I had all those years ago. And to me now I look at it on a, on a balance sheet and it's just a number, you know, it's just some numbers there. And I'm just like, okay, cool. (laughs) It's like, it wasn't what I thought, even though it's a major milestone and we did celebrate, um, did celebrate hitting it back in, uh, whatever it was a month and a half ago, uh, two months ago or whatever. I, I don't, I don't even remember when we hit it. I'm sure we have it written down somewhere, but 
So I would say that, you know, that stands out as a resounding high for me. Um, you know, I, I have nosy family members that I don't know why. I think I've talked about it before. It's like every time they, they see me, they're just like, how are sales? I'm like, oh, sales are fine. Maybe ask me how I am as a person, but cool. Yeah. Sales are fine. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, well, did you hit X number? They'll throw a number out that they think is big. You know, they think this is a huge number and they'll throw it on the table. And I'm just like inside laughing because I just, yeah, I don't know the reality of what business is and what it takes to run a business and people's perception of what that means is totally, totally in a different ball field. But this year was the first year that, you know, very close family members that I'd be willing to say that to were like, holy crap. And like seeing that on people's face and then like some specific family members were like, wow, you weren't kidding. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm not just sitting in an office for six years doing nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it, it was a good, it, it's a good feeling. Um, I don't know. It, just being a company that doesn't have debt, that doesn't have major massive things hanging over our head and being able to hit big sales goals, being profitable, just through freaking COVID of all things, you know, through shutdowns. And um, again, that's not, I think if you listen to this the wrong way, it could be a come across as boasting and that's not at all what this is. This is just us discussing our highs and lows, but yeah, it's, it's success. There's, I mean, there's, you've worked, there is that aspect there and you've worked really hard and this is, and I'm, I say similar things and, and it's normally Dusty's like, dude, it's, it's okay to enjoy success. That's not a boastful thing. It's a, you've worked really hard and you've given over a significant chunk of your life for it. So there's, you know, for me listening, there's nothing wrong with, with being proud of success and, and hard work. And, uh, and typically I would never dance around it. I'm, I'm just, I know that how this year weighs on everybody. Yeah. And that's, that's my only difference is I, right. I don't know. Yeah, it, no, it's it, such a I good year for me. Yeah, and there's a lot of really crappy situations. No, I, and it for sure. But yes, I'm norm. <laughs> I don't normally dance quite as much as I just danced there, but yeah. um, it's been. I would put that as my high. And again, I feel like the high points litter the landscape as well. But I feel like I learned the most lessons this year from the low points. Um. I think that's kind of true in general. You know, you, you burn yourself on an oven and you're probably not ever going to do it ever again. You know, you only need one time and you're like, ah, that sucked. I'm not doing that again. But sometimes you have little successes and it doesn't quite register the same, at least in my mind. Yeah. Um, anyway, I rattled enough there, but what about you? What's no, your, good. Uh, your high point? Um, I mean, similar. It, my first, you know, so we hit, a really great number this year and you may have talked before that you know that we weren't going to share numbers on the podcast but um maybe someday like three years from now i'll share what the number was 
Yeah. And for this year, I just, it doesn't seem relevant. I don't know. Well, we've also gone back and forth. Like it seems, I don't know. seems like you're not supposed to share the number, but at the same time, I can't really put a finger on what it hurts to share, you know, gross numbers for the year. But, but anyway, yeah, it, uh, but that actually wasn't my, my highlight. My highlight is, um, just the overall growth that, that we've had this year with our staff, with, uh, with our capabilities in our, in our building and equipment. Um, we've come, it, we, we kind of skipped over a couple of years of where I thought, where I thought it was going to take to get, get where we are. Um, I figured we'd be here in, I don't know, maybe two years. So to, walk into a shop and, and we've got, um, we actually have, I have two more full-time employees that are going to be starting this month, which is insane. We could talk more about, um, we can kind of talk a little bit more about that in another podcast. Cause one of the employees is rather special to me, but, uh, I am not for sale and I am not working <laughs> for Neomag. Sorry guys. There's I'm a price. <laughs> There's Everybody's a got a number. Price. Everybody's got a number. There's a steep price. But uh, I have to move there and work two jobs. Greg, <laughs> you got to pay me good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, we've, I mean, we went from two full-time people. We had just moved into the other half of this shop into like 2,200 square feet. We had two full-time, two part-time and we are currently, if I'm not counting the two full-time, they're going to start, uh, starting a couple of weeks here. We are in 2020. We, we ended with, um, three full-time and like six part-time. I have nine on payroll basically. So, um, and the, and really the thing, and you know, we purchased two more CNC machines and, really cool air compressor and just, just some other machinery uh, that's, that, that's just really great to have. But really the thing, you know, we, we, we had a small Christmas party with just staff and it was just really neat to be able to sit around when last year it was just like me and me and Dusty and our, and our families basically. And this year to actually have a Christmas party with just staff that, that it wasn't just like two or three of us sitting there. So um, being able to affect other people's lives, not just our customers, but in this case, I'm talking more specifically um, like other, other people on our team and to expand our, our, our footprint here is just so rewarding. And I, I, th I think you said it earlier, just how rewarding and how, awesome it is to be owner of our businesses and just to experience what we're experiencing um, even with the lows and, and, and how frustrating and how deflating it can be. Um, the highs really just, um, just, just kind of outweigh all those lows and, and, and make you forget about it. And I don't know. It's, it's just like if you talk to a woman about having a kid, they don't really talk about the, the pain of the pregnancy and the uncomfortableness. They 
talk like all they talk about is how amazing their their kid is and that's and that's very similar to what it's like to be a business owner there's there's a lot of pain and uncomfortable and unknown but the reward of it is what you love and and you keep going with so i'm very thankful for for 2020 bring and uh and yeah you know, like you said there's there's definitely a lot of people who who had a very rough year and i've been praying for those people all year long some by name and some just i know that i know that there's a lot of people that are struggling and 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 we're gonna have our time with that too like i'm no i'm a very glass half full type person i'm a very optimistic person but i'm also i call myself a realist and i know that there's going to be some tough times ahead so all we can do is enjoy the good and prepare for the worst and i was just talking to our team about that today because at at the end of the day when it comes to strategy and direction i'm i'm leading that conversation in the meetings um that's just kind of falling it fell onto my job description because it's one of my strengths and also it helps that I'm like paying attention to social media and seeing trends and seeing what things are going on. And, um, which means that I end up consuming a lot more information usually, but yeah, I think there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of things that are com- that are potentially coming that, you know, some of them I, I believe may come to fruition. You know, we're, we're, uh, going to hear a lot of talks about gun control and things. And we just so happen to be in an industry that, you know, could be directly affected by that. And, you know, we're used to this conversation in a lot of ways, but we've never come out of a situation like COVID. We've never, in my opinion, quite been as pitted against each other as people. Um, there's a lot of dynamic and I'm not going to pretend to act like, you know, I know exactly what's going to happen, but I do have some baby plans in my head of how we can pivot if we need to pivot and how we need to change if we need to change. And, and you know, like my company and even yours, it's not like any, if they pass gun control, it's not like all of a sudden they're saying you can't make your product. We could still make our product. It's just, is it legal to, you know, can you use said product? Are people even going to buy said product if they can't buy the firearms to use said product? And and there's a lot of unknowns, but we got hit with the, probably one of the biggest curveballs that you could get hit. I look at COVID as like the black swan. Um, maybe 21 will be another black swan, who knows? But the only thing that we can do at least the only thing I can do is the things that I can directly influence in my circle, the things that I can directly control. I have unknowns. I don't know what's coming, what's coming down the pike, but I can maintain an attitude looking forward. That's the biggest thing. I'm, I'm not going to be stuck looking backwards um, or spinning. You know, there's, there's people I talked to today that are so fearful of this election that they're literally spinning right now that they don't know what the next move is. 
and that fear has them frozen. And if you're a business owner and you're that scared that right now you are frozen, it's going to be a problem. Um, Here, and here's my suggestion because I've, I've, I completely agree. And honestly, I felt, I felt that way this morning and, and, and so was Dusty. Like we, we both just kind of looked at each other like, like, Oh, what's the point of all this anyway? If it's, you know, like we just had yeah, that moment dude, that can happen. Like I'm going to snap my fingers. Hopefully you guys hear it. It can happen like that. Yep. Like in five seconds, you can all of a sudden be like thrown down the yep. garbage chute of, Oh crap. It just, it was, and it was funny cause we were both, you know, we both walked out for lunch and we're both just kind of like shoulders down. And um, I told him like, man, I just, I feel deflated and just this uneasiness. And he was like, yeah, that, that really explains how I feel too. And, and we talked about it and, and we actually sat down and prayed about it. And, um, and, and we're like, you know, we, the, the, the logical side of me knows that there's nothing that I can do until I know what to do. <laughs> if it, that doesn't make any sense, but th- th- there's nothing that we can do to, to act upon something that has, that has not happened yet. So being frozen and stopping what you're doing is the worst thing that you can do. So it, it, I told him, I was like, this is not the first time that I've, that I've felt this. I felt this many times over the last five years where, where I've got times a couple times a day. So yeah, I mean (laughs) a couple days straight. So here's my, here's my, my advice on this because everybody's going to feel, feel that way at some point. Give yourself the freedom to feel that way. Give yourself a day, maybe two days, you know, give yourself time to um, to just figure out where you are and whatever's happening around you, but let yourself feel that way. Then you, you, you may have to physically tell yourself, you know, go look in a mirror. You're going to look like a psycho, but go look in a mirror and say, all right, it is time to crush it. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know what I can do right now. I know what I can do this week. And I'm going to crush my goals and my plans. And I'm going to keep my sights on that horizon of, of where the horizon looks right now. And so that, that, you know, honestly, after we, me and Dusty sat down and, and talked more about it and just kind of prayed about it, we, we both definitely walked out of the room just, just feeling much better about things. And so, you know, you know, you have to let yourself be human and you have to let yourself have these emotions, but you also have to, uh, you know, you, you also have to some point snap yourself out of it and, and move forward. So that's just my two cents on. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's smart. You know, there's, there's a lot of people that are, um, you know, man, we are just so manipulated by emotion. We are so controlled by what we think we should feel, what we think we should see and reality somehow gets mixed in or skewed in there. I'm just, I'm just realizing that so much lately. 
you know, it, as everybody knows, I mean, it, what is it, seventh today? So we're, we're at the seventh today. Um, and I'm just dating that just because, I mean, I, I don't know when this podcast go live, maybe tomorrow or whatever. Um, but there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, I just listened to, it was an IG live from Mike Glover. Uh, yeah. Probably know, some of you know him from Fieldcraft. I actually just, yeah. I actually just read his kind of statement. And you know, it is so true how much control. So obviously we, you and I believe that God has an ultimate plan for our life and we have choices we can make and we can, we can create outcomes by our choices. You know, we can bring good in, we can bring bad in, we can make good choices, bad choices, whatever. But we truly do have so much control over our mindset and what we have in our communities. And I just hope that through everything going on through businesses and this COVID mess, that people start waking up and seeing that, you know, we talk like we're fighting for freedom for our businesses to run. We talk like we're fighting for freedom for us to make choices for ourselves when ultimately a lot of this stuff is is literally fed to us to get a reaction to get us really mad and and ready to be at each other's throats when in a lot of ways being that rebel and and embracing your liberty may literally just be opening your door and walking outside may literally just be you making a choice to continue forward you know i'm I'm not telling people what to do. I mean, ultimately all everybody has to make their own choices with things, but we're truly at a period in time where like, I feel it in my brain. It's like a revolution of your mind. It's a shift in your point of perspective of what you're seeing and what you're allowing to control your emotion and your thoughts. And that makes probably no sense, but I just feel like the gun industry is going to be forced to make choices. Um, you know, what are we going to do when we can't just be petty with each other? You know, when we can't just bash the next person for trying to better themselves on the range and the targets aren't shooting back at them. Like, what are we going to do when we look back? Let's say, let's say they add every semi-automatic weapon to the NFA. We know that's illegal. We know that's unjust. But let's say they do it. They just do it because they're stacked and they can. Did all of those fights matter? You know, did the drama matter in the gun industry? Did did whether or not someone has credentials all of a sudden matter? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I I just it makes so much of this BS that we get consumed with to me feel so petty. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. And I had seen, it was like a screen cap of, of somebody's comment from another country and they're, and they were basically like, you know, listen, you guys are kind of the last, the last people in the world that have, have the freedoms that you do and you know, and you know what, is legal and illegal for your government to do. And yet you still are bickering among your, 
amongst yourself about things that don't matter. And, and and he just kind of ended with like, you know, you know, signed the rest of the world, you know, you know, the rest of the world is looking, is looking at us and, and waiting to see what we're going to do. And of course, you know, you know, half the world's going to be mad with no, with whatever you do. So, but that's even like a perfect example of like what we let control us is these outside influences. So like a good example, what if I had an influence on my community to the point where there was 20,000 people? I don't know. Every single one of them owns an AR 15, 20,000 people. They're peaceful. We are interacting we have a strong community, very strong community, not saying everyone's a conservative, not saying everybody's whatever, but we have a strong community. Who can control that? Ultimately, you have free thinkers and free people. Like what is the Republic? The Republic is me. It is you. And ultimately there's 535 people that we've given or whatever the total number is that we've given the honor of serving us. And yet we give them so much power, like that word, we give them power to control our business, to control our life, to control whatever we want. When I literally in my brain am seeing and understanding that 99% of people don't even need laws. They wouldn't even need the framework that we have and we would coexist and peacefully live there's always the criminal element there's always the bad element and we always try to control it because we think since the days of adam and eve somehow humans will be able to legislate morality back into people but yet at the same time i know that i just wonder through our businesses and through our lives if we are impacting the community it doesn't matter whose butt is in the chair at the top they can try to pass legislation, but if the culture says no, the legislation dies. It doesn't matter what is written if the culture says no. And I guess that's where, you know, it, it feels cliche. Like my, one of my friends, Mick, carry trainer, he always puts out those kinds of posts and I'm with him like 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. But there's always that 10% because there are broken things that we see. Um. Anyway, I'm, I'm on a rant. I wasn't going to touch on it too much, but hopefully just encouraging people that 2021 looks dark and gloomy. People already see that and they've made a mental decision to say, this is what this year is going to be like. It's going to be chaos and disorder and craziness and more COVID and whatever. Make the mental distinction now to separate from that controlling you, even if that's the reality, even if literally our nation is on fire. We do no good by being caught so much in this crap storm that we become ineffective, that we can't free think, that we can't process. I'm off. I'm done. Oh, that was awesome. I, well said. Uh, I'm just... <sighs> There's a thing that happened and we're not touching on the thing today because you and I, Greg, agreed. We're just both processing um, events that went down in our nation yesterday. Um, so we're not diving into details, but I felt like, I feel like we still need to be thinking business owners, citizens, whatever. 
Yeah. Yep, absolutely. End rant. So I think and I think you'll be the happiest of anybody. I think uh, I think with the new year, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna phase out ice break. How do you feel about that? Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with you know it became okay it was becoming it. really hard to find good questions. Well, and I don't yeah, I just this year is gonna be so what's the word monumental. I think, I think 21 is going to be, if, if we freaking survive through 21, (laughs) (laughs) what can stop you? I think, I I don't know. I feel like 2020 was, I'm going to use a golf metaphor here. If, if, if we've been swinging our club, 2020 is the club hitting the ball. Now it's time to follow through. <laughs> it's. I, I really think 2021 is going to be just follow through of more. And here I'm going to add even more to this metaphor. We've been hit. We, our ball got stuck in this gooey sand trap, and we could, you know, wet sand trap that's been ignored and it's full of goo. Like that's where the ball's been. So, like, we like we got to follow through with this momentum that we have and keep digging through whatever is going to keep coming at us. How's that for a metaphor? I just thought of that. It's legit. It's just it's legit. It's like I pictured I sit, in my head. <clears throat> I sit here telling myself, like I'm literally, excuse my language, going to kick 2021's ass. And like, you almost have to like, I don't know it. Bad things could happen. Okay. We know that I could fail. I know this. I know this for a fact. I could fail at what I'm trying. But I'm making a conscious decision this year to put some big plays in place while being a little conservative in some areas. Like we dialed back a lot in our budget in certain areas this year. And specifically the reason why is if our sales were to go backwards instead of forwards, I want room so that we can keep paying our people, you know, like we are moving forward realistically with the expectation that there are going to be curveballs thrown hard. And I actually got one yesterday. Like, it was just like, really, (laughs) really Uh, our accounting system, the company that we're using doesn't like that we sell ammunition and like oh so you know like right before taxes we're just gonna rip that out from underneath your feet and be like yeah well you can't use this anymore i navigated it and figured it out we're good but we don't need to change our system but that's what happens every year right at the beginning of the year it's like oh you just you just like getting kicked in the gut right yeah but there's another soapbox you can get me on is banks controlling what you spend your own money on let's let's just Let's wrap it up before we uh, <laughs> before we <laughs> go down that road. Yep. Yeah, we're we're good. I I got off my chest what I needed to get off. It was a good year, very very hard year, but I am grateful for what went down, and uh, grateful for the people listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah for sure. We're very thankful for 
for those of you who, especially those of you who have who've been listening since, since early on, um, we went through, uh, you know, through a downtime in this, in the spring last year. And, uh, and when we came back, uh, you know, we lost some, uh, some momentum there, but for those of you who've, who've been, been sticking out with us on, and who, and who support us, there's, there's a few of you that, that, that we get messages from and, and you guys continue the conversation with us after the podcast. And we really do appreciate that. Um, we, we, we do a poor job of, of really pushing this podcast. So for those of you who, uh, who are here, we definitely appreciate you. Yep. Well, so. we did good for 2020. Let's see what happens in 21. Yep. We'll get it. Cool guys. We appreciate you for tuning in to this podcast. Hopefully it gave you some value and maybe uh, calmed some nerves going into 2021, but uh, just be cautious of what you allow to manipulate your thoughts, provoke you to action or words. And let's make sure that this year we are building communities. That's something that is stuck in my head. And I feel like I'm going to be saying it a lot, build your community and your circle. Yep. hundred percent. Wait, do it now. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you had a wonderful break and wonderful holidays. We'll see you next time. See you guys.